Hey guys, thank you so much for checking out today's podcast. I am so appreciative of your time. I am so appreciative of your attention. It really means so much to me. And, you know, when it comes to these faith-only episodes like the one you're going to listen to today, I just ask that uh, my Christian friends out there, I hope you guys give me a little bit of grace, man. Just, uh, you know, I'm just a regular guy that loves Jesus, just trying to get his name out there a little bit more. And so if you could give me a little bit of latitude, uh, it is much appreciative to my non-Christian friends out there. I really, truly, sincerely hope that uh, I'm not so much of a goober, so much of a bonehead when it comes to this, that it turns you off from the faith or anything like that. I pray that somehow, some way, your heart might be softened so that maybe you get some laughs, maybe you get some, you know, some, some whatevers, but in the end... You know, it uh, it doesn't turn you away from the Christian faith. And so, with that being said, you know, these faith-only episodes, I am by no means a content creator when it comes to these type of segments. I am a lot more of a, I'm a lot more of a curator of content where I'm really just trying to not so much formulate my own thoughts per se, but just kind of collect thoughts from people that are a lot smarter than I am, people that have been formally studying this stuff for a really long time, and then you know, and then kind of sprinkle in my own my own flavors here and there. But for the most part, you know, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to finance, I pride myself on creating original content. When it comes to faith, though, I'm not even going to try to do something that I know that I am not equipped to do. So with that being said, I really hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'll see you. Episode 7 of the F-Cubed podcast is here. And, you know, man, today, what a day to do this uh, this little piece that I've got coming up for you guys because I fasted for part of the day and so did my wife Autumn and I'll tell you guys man uh, it was kind of a church-wide movement and before I get into the topic that I have planned for this podcast you know let me just say I mean it was a church-wide movement park community was fasting today and if I'm not mistaken it was to specifically pray for the lost and pray for you know the the unsaved pray for those of us out there that don't know Jesus that those for those of us out there that either aren't sure what they feel or maybe they've outwardly rejected and openly rejected Jesus to pray for those people and I'll tell you guys, man, I mean, I don't want to go off on this tangent uh, too far because I may never return, but I never thought I would fast. I really never thought I would, mainly from a nutritional performance standpoint. And, you know, I really felt like there are so many other ways that I can express my faith that I don't, I don't need to fast. Maybe somebody else needs to fast, but I don't need to fast. Well, this is the second time I've done it, and never for a full day, right? So I'm not quite at that level yet, but for a solid, you know, 10, 12-hour stretch. And I'll tell you, man, both times, today and the last time I did it, which was a couple of months ago, 
it, it was it was monumental for me. Now I was really fortunate in that God very clearly and directly spoke to me both today and two months ago in ways that I will not soon forget. And so I'm sure I'll talk about that uh, at some future day because you guys are probably wondering, well, Jim, what what did he say? Well, I've learned that if you want people to come back to your podcast, you got to give them a reason to come back, man. You got to build a little drama, build a little suspense. And so hang with me. We'll We'll loop back around to that at some point in the future. But what I want to talk about here today is kind of something that I did discover just recently, kind of in my faith and in my understanding of Christianity. And just, you know, I'm just really kind of shooting from the hip here, honestly, with you guys, because I just recently kind of pieced this together only a few days ago, largely with the help of my wife, Autumn, who is just an incredible, incredible inspiration to me from a spiritual standpoint. What I've recently kind of figured out is when I think about how to apply the gospel to my daily life, that is very, very challenging to me in a lot of ways. Sometimes I have a hard time kind of, you know, taking something that's in scripture and seeing the practical nature of how that applies to my day-to-day life. Now, I just recently got done studying James and I'm working through this little Bible Bursts series that I'm putting on YouTube. Uh, and so James is very practical, right? James is a lot of people, a lot of you know, Bible scholars believe that it may be the most practical book in the Bible. So my study in James has been very helpful for me in seeing how to directly apply Scripture and the Gospel to my daily life. But what I'm going to talk about here today is going to be a little bit more general, a little bit more kind of bird's eye view, a little bit more generic in its application to what the gospel might look like in my life every day, what the gospel might look like in your life every day. And when I think about it, I think about it very much as a circle. And so I don't know what I'm going to title this podcast, and so obviously you guys will know the title when you click on this, but just know that at this point in time, I don't know what I'm going to title this podcast, but it's probably going to be something geometric in nature, something in the circular genre of shapes, I think, because that's kind of how I envision this. I envision this as being very circular in nature, and here's kind of what I mean. There are a few different points in the circle, and they just kind of go round and round. And those points, and I think this order makes sense, but I'm not married to this order necessarily. But you start by simply submitting your request, your dreams, your aspirations, your entire life to God. Now, don't let me fool you. I have a very hard time with that in a lot of ways. You know, it's very easy for me to submit my request to God. But to actually legitimately like submit my entire life to God, I, I struggle with that. I really, really struggle with that. And that's just my being real with you guys and being transparent. But I'm working on it. But anyway, you submit to God whatever it is you're going to submit to God. You then spend time in the Word. You then spend time ingesting literally what God has said to us all. 
whether you want to call it, you know, uh, instruction or just the story about Jesus's life or advice or a philosophy, whatever you want to call it, it is the truth. It is God's word. So you spend time meditating on the word, understanding the word, reading the word, trying to interpret the word. You then do your best. In whatever you've submitted to God, in whatever, you know, request or dream or whatever the case may be that you've laid at his feet, you then do your best. You do your best with all of your ability to move towards that request, to move towards that dream, to move towards that new life that you so badly want. You then release all the worry and the anxiety and the concern from your mind, from your heart. And that's very hard to do. I know that. Trust me. I'm boiling it down into, you know, one sentence, but I'm fully aware that that is not easy to do. Especially, you know, some people naturally struggle with worry and anxiety and concern. And my heart goes out to all of you guys. It really, truly does. That's not usually something that I struggle with, but there have been periods of my life when I have struggled mightily with that, sometimes for no reason whatsoever. So I can relate to those of you out there that struggle with that and you're thinking, Jim, it's not that easy. I, I feel you guys, man. I really, really do. But you submit your request to God. You spend time in the Word. You then do your best. You don't worry about it. You rest on the truth and the hope and the promise that God has given us in His Word. But then, every day, you have to resubmit your request to God. And this is the point in the circle that I had kind of not connected or not been aware of or not kind of pieced together for so many years. This is the thing that just recently kind of came to the forefront in my life. Again, with the help of Autumn. I mean, she was just incredible in helping me engineer this idea in my head and more so than just an idea but the application, the outward application of what this looks like in my life. And so, there's my daughter about to go to sleep. Yeah. Okay, she's, she's, she might come up to me in a minute to say goodnight. And uh, so Penelope might be part of the podcast here. But that was powerful, man. That was so powerful. I mean... That circular nature, you submit, you dive into the word, you do your best, you don't worry, and you resubmit. So to me, there are a couple points, each of those points is special in its own way. And some of you might think about that, and I actually think about this now that I'm kind of going through it with you guys, because like I said, I'm kind of shooting from the hip. This is really just something that's been on my heart the last couple of days. I haven't really spent a lot of time fleshing out my thoughts on this, but I thought, man, this is... This is, I feel the power and I feel the potential that this has to unlock some, some real treasures in my life. So I wanted to share it with you guys because maybe somehow, some way, you know, God or the Holy Spirit might speak to you guys through me in this moment. That would be, that would be phenomenal, man. If I'm, if I'm being used as a vessel to kind of maybe this will prick your heart or maybe this will give you some understanding either you know in the circle that I've kind of referenced or in some other way that's related to God's truth in your life. 
But thinking about it more, I mean, the circle really could start with God's word. Because everything should start with God's word, if you think about it, right? This might even make more sense. We may have to revise this thing on the spot. Because when I think about it, timing in God's word has done so many things in my life. Too numerous to mention in one singular podcast. But the one thing that it has done, time in the word, coupled with a lot of prayer, has changed my heart it has completely changed my heart. Completely. I, like, I am utterly a different man than I was just three years ago. Two years ago. And the reason why, the big reason why, is because God has changed my heart. And I fully believe that that is largely the product of the time I've spent in the Word and the time I've spent in prayer. Which is not enough. Again, don't let me fool you into thinking that you know I'm just this this super righteous guy, this super holy guy. I'm certainly not. I'm certainly not. But I have made it a bigger centerpiece of my life. And as a result, I don't desire the same things I used to desire. Like literally, my heart is different. And so thinking about it, yeah, I think we need to start with this as the as the origin of the circle. Because from there, the things that you'll submit to God will not be the same. Because you now have a different heart. So hopefully you're taking notes in pencil. And you can go ahead and erase our original uh, you know, genesis of the circle. And you can start this thing off with God's word. I think that makes a million times more sense. But the part of the circle that has had probably the biggest impact on me, bigger than that even, is kind of those last couple pieces where you do your best, you don't worry, and then you resubmit. So again, the worry piece is not really something that I've historically struggled with too mightily but the doing your best piece oh i've struggled with that oh my gosh have i ever struggled with that i still struggle with that today and i struggle with that in this way i am not ashamed to admit to you guys i am not embarrassed to say that one of my biggest idols in this world is my performance one of the things that I all too often put in the place of God is my own ability and my own performance. And so as a result, you know, this, this is going to be its own podcast. This may be its own series of podcasts. As a result, though, man, I have spent so much time in my life putting everything on my shoulders Doing your best. Do your best. Oh, I got no problem with that. I'll show you my best. Oh, my best is going to be better than you ever imagined. This is my mindset still to, to this day in a lot of ways. But for so much of my life, I mean, that is how I viewed the world around me. I said, oh, I'll show you. This thing's going to blow you away. Which is fine. And God wants us to do that. But he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want us to do it at the expense of putting it before him. And I really feel like for the first time in my life over the course of, you know, the last couple of years and with it kind of culminating in this moment of understanding that the final point in the circle is kind of the resubmittance or resubmission. I'm not sure which one is correct there, but whichever one it is, it's that verb back to God. So you do your best, but then you remember that you are not alone. You remember that it's not on your shoulders. 
You remember that you don't have to perform. You don't have to earn. You don't have to prove anything to anyone because there was a guy that lived about a couple thousand years ago. And he proved everything to everyone on your behalf. And as a result, I don't have to perform. You don't have to perform. None of us has to perform. And so that brings with it this incredible sense of freedom. And that's what I've really felt these last couple of days when I've recognized the final point in the circle. I said, wow, man, I can do my best. I can feel free to do my best. And then no matter what happens, no matter what the results are at the end of the day, I'm going to lay that right back down at God's feet. I'm going to resubmit my request. And then I'm going to let him take it from there. He'll guide my steps. He'll show me the way. He'll change my heart if he needs to. And so my daughter's coming to tell me goodnight. That is all I got for you guys. I'll say goodnight. You want to say goodnight to me? Okay, do you want to say goodnight to my podcast people? Can you say goodnight? Say goodnight. Goodnight. Oh, there you go. Goodnight from Penelope and goodnight from me. I'll see you guys next time. God bless. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. If you wanted to take 10 seconds and hop on over to iTunes and leave me a rating, you can five-star it, you can one-star it, but you obviously should five-star it. Write me a review. Man, that would mean so much to me. I would be so appreciative. And uh, yeah, that's it. God bless you guys.